The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Basketball. We're about 20 minutes away from tonight's tip-off, and it's time for the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. PNC Bank for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Hi again, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell on UltimateSportsTalk.com tonight. And we've got Wayne County Athletic League Girls High School Basketball action for you on the air this evening as the Rittman Lady Indians come to visit the Waynedale Golden Bears. This will be the second matchup between these two teams this year. Rittman comes in with a record of nine wins against four defeats with a record of five and three in the Wayne County Athletic League. Meanwhile, the Lady Bears are now six and seven, and they are three and four in conference play, and the Lady Bears are mired in a four-game losing streak. Last Thursday night, they fell to Chippewa here at the friendly confines, 57 to 43. They trailed by just two at the end of the first quarter, 19 to 17, but then the second half was when the chips were able to pull away. The third quarter has proven this year to be the bugaboo for the Lady Bears, and it was again last Thursday night. Lexi Weaver led the way. The sophomore had 14 points for the Lady Bears, while the junior Maggie Koblenz had 11 points and 13 rebounds in the ballgame. The Lady Bears will play tonight and then Saturday afternoon with Smithville right back here at the high school. Also tonight is the first game of the second go-round for the Bears in the conference. After tonight, there are games, there are just nine games left in the regular season. Rittman's now one of the teams fighting for the top spot in the conference. Wasn't long ago that they were the doormat, and then Eric Nichols took things over, and he's made them into a very competitive ball club in every ball game. They play as a team, and they're going to get after you defensively as they did in the first matchup. They're going to rebound the basketball, and they do not commit many turnovers. Rippon this year so far, a couple things you want to know about them. They are last in the league in scoring coming into tonight's ball game. They're averaging just 41.5 points per game, but they are first in the league in defense, giving up 31.8 points per ball game. These two teams met last on December 8th. That was over at Rittman, and Rittman pulled away for an easy 52-27 to game over the Lady Bears. And the Lady Bears really never got into their offense. Rittman came out strong, never let up, not allowing the Bears to get into their offense. The Indians were led by Cora Wilson with 23 points in that game, and Kendall Leatherman finished with 7. Maggie Koblenz paced the Bears with 9 points in the contest at Rittman. We'll be back to take a look at what's happening around the area in boys and girls basketball, not only tonight, but tomorrow night and this weekend, and wrestling. We'll do all that when we return on our PNC Bank pregame show after this timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. 
PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC, PNC Bank. Back at Wayndale High School before tonight's ball game between the Ripman Lady Indians and the Wayndale Lady Bears. In wrestling action, the OHSAA State Dual Team Tournament will open up next Wednesday, and seven area teams are going to wrestle in the regional quarterfinals with the semis and the finals coming up on February 1st, and then the state semis and the finals are slated for February 12th in Columbus. Both Tesla and Waynedale drew number one seeds in their respective Division Three regions. The Golden Bears in Region 19, Tesla in Region 20, and they're both going to host first-round duels. Last night, the Bears, in a dual meet with Triway, defeated the Titans by the final of 63-15. to In boys' basketball, Triway placed four players in double figures Tuesday night as they beat the Bears 75-63 here at home. Nick Sparr exploded for 24 points. Gabe Walker added 20. Walker and Jordan Stokes each grabbed 12 rebounds for Triway, who are now 5-7 and on the season. They broke a six-game losing streak with that win, while Walker put the finishing touches on his superb night with five blocked shots. Colton Purdy led the... Golden Bears, who are now 6-6 six and six on the year with 18 points in the ballgame. That was one shy of his career high with Derek Reber adding 13. Adam Mullick came back after missing the last two ball games, and he chipped in with 11. The Bears are going to be back in action tomorrow night at home against Northwestern. Should be a real good one here tomorrow night. Should be a packed crowd. Northwestern always travels well. That game will get underway with the JV contest at 6 the varsity contest at 7.30. We'll be on the air with the pregame show here on Ultimate Sports Talk beginning at 7.05. Tomorrow night elsewhere in boys basketball, it's Dalton at Rittman, Chippewa goes to Norway, and Smithville will be at Hillsdale. Outside the conference, it's Loudonville at St. Pete's, Orville goes to Triway, Tesla at CBCA, West Holmes will be at Mansfield Senior, it's Mount Vernon at Worcester, and Highland will be at Newcomerstown. In Saturday conference basketball, Chippewa will be at Norway, Dalton goes to Ripman, and Smithville will be at Hillsdale. The Bears are going to be on the road on Saturday night, and that will be against Chippewa. In Tuesday girls basketball action around the area, the big game, of course, was at Northwestern on Tuesday night. Chippewa defeated the Lady Huskies 47-42. That not only avenged the opening night victory by Northwestern at Chippewa, to open up the Wayne County Athletic League, but it also knocked Northwestern from the unbeaten ranks. They are now 9-1 and one on the season. Chippewa is now 12-2 and two with that five-point win at Northwestern. Hillsdale lost at South Central on Tuesday night. Loudonville defeated Norway 58-36, and it was Central Christian over Crestline 58-27. In Wednesday night action, it was Indian Valley edging Triway 48-46, Tesla beat up on Orville 49-41, and Highland beat Sandy Valley 83-14. Tonight around the area, in conference league action, it is Dalton and Chippewa. Hillsdale goes to Norway, and Northwestern will play at Smithville tonight. They're going to try to bounce back after that loss to the Lady Chips. Outside the conference tonight, West Holmes is at Worcester, and Grafton Christian will play at Central Christian. Saturday girls basketball, it's... Dalton at Northwest, Highland goes to Newcomerstown, Hillsdale at Black River, Lucas at Loudonville, Northwestern will be at Columbia, Orville entertains CBCA, Rittman will be at Ellet, at Central Christian at St. Pete's, Triway at Tuskegee Valley, 
Tuswa goes to Fairless. Worcester will entertain Mansfield Senior, and Central Christian will be at St. Pete's. And keep in mind, Saturday, the Lady Bears will also play at 2 o'clock that afternoon against Smithville. As far as the Wayne County Athletic League standings go, heading into tonight's action in girls basketball, Northwestern and Chippewa are at the top of things. Northwestern at 7-1, and one, so are the Chips. But Northwestern has a 9-1 and one record, while Chippewa is now 12-2 and two overall. Dalton is a 10-3. They are tied with Rittman here at 5-3 for third place in the conference. Then comes Waynedale and Smithville. They're both tied at 3-4. Waynedale 6-7 overall. Smithville 5-9. Norway is in the seventh spot at 5-8. They're 1-7 in the league. And Hillsdale is at the bottom 0-8 oh on the year in the conference. They are 0-11 oh overall this season. So Northwestern and the Chips are still on top of things, but a lot of basketball left to be played this year around the girls' ranks. We're about 11 minutes away from the tip-off of tonight's basketball game between the Ritman Lady Indians and the Waynedale Golden Bears. We'll be back to preview tonight's ball game and talk with head coach Sid Klein right after this 30-second timeout. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with Virtual Wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtualwallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, the Ribbon Lady Indians are 9-4 and four overall. They're 5-3 and three in conference play. On the road, they're 4-0. and oh. They're 4-1 and one at home, and they are 0-2 oh on a neutral floor. Eric Nichols, in his fourth year as head coach of the Lady Indians, 41 wins against 42 career defeats. And they may be the team that epitomizes the word team because they've got no real star. When you watch this team play, they rely on defense and rebounding to win their ballgames. The Indians won on Saturday over Norway in a stunner, 42-39. They never led in the ballgame until about a minute left when Erica Gosser tied the game at 39. And then after getting the ball back, Kendall Leatherman buried a game-winning triple from the left side to give Rittman their only lead of the day and the victory. Leatherman hit threes at a clip of 27% so far this year, and she's also averaging three assists per ball game. But the girl that beat up the Bears in the first game was Cora Wilson. She had 23 points. And Kaylee Sisophon is leading them with seven rebounds per ball game. Got to apologize to her parents. I thought she was a foreign exchange student, but she actually is not. And I caught wind of that a couple of days later. In the first game, Rittman came out, played tight, person-to-person defense and didn't allow the Bears offense to get into gear and that's what we anticipate them to do here this evening in this contest. They come in last in the league in scoring first in the league in defense 41.5 points per ball game is what Rittman scores and they give up 32 points per game. Sid Klein in his 8th year as head coach of the Golden Bears he's got 80 wins against 86 career defeats. They're 6-7 and seven this season. 3-4 and four in the Wayne County Athletic League, but only three and five here at home. And they need to start putting four quarters together. The third quarter, coming out at halftime especially, has proven to be their undoing, especially against good teams. This team is scoring a lot of points, averaging 53 a game, but they need more balanced scoring because they're depending upon the big three and Maggie Koblenz, 
Emma Cannon and Lexi Weaver to really pace the team so far. And they need a total team effort tonight, both offensively and defensively, to beat Rittman. And we talked with head coach Sid Klein about that earlier this evening. Sid, just moments before tonight's ball game, let's talk a little bit about what has happened over the past couple of weeks with this team. You faced the top two teams in the conference at Northwestern and Chippewa. They fought it off on Tuesday night. Chippewa won. But when you look back and you see how the girls have played over the last couple of weeks, what have you seen that has gone right? What have you seen that's gone wrong? You know, Dave, we again, we played Northwestern and Chippewa both. And, you know, uh, Northwestern, who at the time was undefeated, we lost, or excuse me, we were down one at halftime. And, you, you know, the third quarter, our third quarter play killed us. You know, they outscored us 28-14 to 14, uh, in the third quarter alone. We lose the game by 15. I mean, we tied them in the fourth quarter. Same thing with Chippewa. We're down five at halftime. They, uh, you know, our, our I told the girls, hey, let's not win the third quarter, let's tie. Let's tie with Chippewa. They score eight points, we score eight points, you know, and let's go into the fourth quarter down five. I like my chances. Well, unfortunately, you know, they outscored us by eight, we lose the game by 13. You know, again, we're, you know, we're aware of our, our little issue on the third quarter. We're trying from a coaching standpoint, from a player standpoint, you know, we're all trying to get this figured out. We'll get it figured out. Right now, I think it's mental and, uh, you, you know, we'll get through that. And, and again, the point of me bringing it up and, you know, we're talking about it. We played with two of the top teams in the league, and, and we were with them for three quarters. Can you play a game with them and just like play it like the beginning of the first or second quarter? Just not go to the locker room and go sixty seconds, just let them warm up. Uh, trust me, that's that's <laughs> that's been talked about. You know, we're we're going to try some different things. We're actually, uh, you know, we're starting to simulate. In our practice, you know, we're going to start doing some halftime stuff during our practice, come out of the locker room and, and try to pick up the intensity and simulate the third quarter for us. But, you know, a lot of teams have that trouble. And, and you know, for me and, and the Lady Bears this year, it's just it's escalated for us. And, you know, we're 6-7 and seven right now coming into the game tonight. And, you know, we have been in really every game. I mean, the girls have played well. It's just that the uh, the unfortunate quarter for us. You know, Ripon in the first game over there, they came out and it seemed like they got right in the faces of the girls and just would not allow them to do anything offensively. Is that what you saw, and how do you combat that tonight if that's what you saw? Yeah, I mean, Ripman, Ripman they do a great job defensively. They're an aggressive defensive team. Uh, you know, they, they like to body up. They like to push a little bit. And, and that particular night, the officials, and I'm not clearly not blaming it on the officials, but the officials let that go. I was over and scouted them the other, the other day against Norway, and, and the officials were calling. You know, those were fouls. In our game, they weren't. So, you know, we, we've practiced. Uh, we've worked on a physical game. Uh, you know, our girls aren't going to get pushed around tonight. And, and you know, we're not going to let that happen. We're going to look to take it right at them. Uh, and, and, again, they caught us off guard. And, you, you know, give Rittman all the credit in the world. They, they were ready to play, and we weren't. And, you know, that's why you play the game. You, you know, you, you learn from your mistakes. And we learn from our mistakes. And, again, hopefully we can come out and, and bang with these guys a little bit. Tonight starts the second go-around of the Wayne County Athletic League Conference schedule for you. What do you hope to accomplish in the second half that you weren't able to accomplish in the first you know we want to take it a game at, our, at a time and, and probably our biggest goal coach McLeod Zerker and I you know we we spoke to the team the next five games are critical uh you know we really want to win these games we're going to we're going to 
take it a game at a time. And, and, and again, if we can win the next five games, now we're starting to think seeding for the tournaments. That will give us a great tournament draw for the seeding. And, you know, last year, unfortunately, we had the uh, one of the bottom two seeds, and, and we just really had no place to go. You know, this year, if we can pull out and win the next five games, we can position ourselves, and, and we can make a tournament run. And, and at the end of the day, you know, we've got, you know, we, we need to play Chippewa again. We need to play Northwestern again. They're tied uh, in the top of the league. And, you, you know, I want to be the spoiler. When it's all said and done at the end of the season, you know, it's going to be next to impossible for us to win the league. But, you, you know, if we can play the spoiler role, you know, and, and, and come out of here and be remembered for that, then, then you know what, we're going to try to do that. Good luck tonight, Sid. Thank you. Well, tonight the Lady Bears, they're going to have to be ready for that pressure defense because that's what Whitman is going to bring to the table here tonight. You know they're going to play that. That's what they hang their hat on. They're only giving up 32 points per ballgame, which is by far the best in the Wayne County Athletic League defensively. The Lady Bears, though, they're one of the top teams in scoring, 53 points per game. But when these two teams met first the first outing on December 8th, Waynedale was only allowed 27 points in the game. They're going to have to score more than that tonight because they give up defensively coming into tonight's game 49.1 points per game defensively. The Lady Bears next game after tonight, Saturday afternoon at 2 against Smithville. Our next broadcast game coming up tomorrow night here at home against Northwestern. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7.05 with that one. But back to tonight's ball game. What are the keys? First of all, for the Ripman Lady Indians, they need to play that tough, in-your-face defense. Keep the Lady Bears scoring down, and don't make this an offensive ball game. And in order to do that, Ripman likes to control the tempo. They'll get it out and break when they have the opportunity, and they'll feed the basketball around the perimeter until they get an open three. Other than that, they're content to work it around and get a good shot. For Wayne Dale, they need to be aggressive towards the bucket. Expect the Bears tonight to spread things out a little bit more and work against that 2-3 zone that Rittman likes to employ every once in a while. And they need to put the four quarters together. They need to do that, especially tonight. Rittman, 9-4, 5-3 in the conference against Wayne Dale, 6-7, 3-4 in conference play. Lady Bears looking to snap a four-game losing streak. I'm Dave Mitchell. The starting lineups and the tip-off are next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of the PNC Bank pregame show. Brought to you by PNC Bank. For the achiever in you, PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. The game is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Hard work, honesty, genuine care. Traits that define Dutch Quality Stone as a company. Created by local workers, Dutch Quality Stone's products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. Located in the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone veneers exhibit all the unique beauty of nature with easy-to-install options for residential and commercial properties. In central Ohio, people believe in doing things right. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Route 250 near Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents... Waynedale Lady Golden Bears High School Basketball. This game is being brought to you by 
to the Spidel Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sassi, the Shout Brothers Farm, Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stones, Death's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reber Milk Transport, Plaisant Kitchens, and Troyer Roofing. Now, let's go to the floor for this Waynedale Lady Golden Bears High School basketball game. The Waynedale Lady Golden Bears are looking to snap a four-game losing streak tonight at home, and they're looking to do it against one of the best defensive teams in the conference. Good evening, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along tonight on UltimateSportsTalk.com as we've got Wayne County Athletic League girls basketball for you tonight as the Ripman Lady Indians come to town with a record of 9-4 and four overall. They're 5-3 and three in conference play against the Waynedale Lady Bears, who are now 6-7, and seven, and they are 3-4 and four in the conference. These teams met on December 8th, and it was an easy victory at Ritman by the Lady Indians, 52-27 to over the Lady Bears. Cora Wilson had 23 points in the ball game, and Ritman really shut down the Wayndale offense as they can won the game over at Ritman. The Lady Bears, as we said, they have lost four straight. They need to get back on the winning track tonight against the Ritman Lady Indians, who are going to be very, very tough to beat because of that defense. We'll be back to check the starting lineups and the tip right after this timeout. Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg has been a general contractor, earning a reputation for honesty and integrity. They instill those two words into every job. Ivan Weaver Construction is committed to providing quality construction services, specializing in functional buildings at the best possible value. At Ivan Weaver Construction, the goal on every project is to provide first-class, timely, knowledgeable service. Working to build long-term relationships, Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 330-695-3461. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium-high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. Well, there's a change to the Waynedale starting lineup tonight. We'll get to that in just a second, but let's check the starting lineups. First of all, for the visiting Ritman Lady Indians, they will go at the forward positions. Kaylee Sisaphon. Sisaphon is a 5'9 freshman. She had four points and seven rebounds against the Bears in the first game. She's number 12. At the other forward will be Mason Roop. Roop or Rupp, is a 5'7 junior, number 25. In the middle is Erica Gosser, number 3. She's a 5'10 sophomore. She had three in the first outing. Kendall Leatherman, number 13, is a 5'5 senior at the point. 
And at the shooting guard will be Cora Wilson, number 20. Wilson, a 5'3 junior, had 23 in the first outing. So it is Rupp and Sisyphon at the forwards. Gosser in the middle. Leatherman and Wilson at the guard positions for Eric Nichols in his fourth year. 41 wins against 42 career defeats. Now for the Lady Bears. They will start at the forwards. Maggie Koblenz, a junior, 5'9", number double zero. She's averaging 15.3 points per ball game. Emma Cannon at the other forward, number 22, a 5'7", sophomore. Cannon comes in averaging 10.5 a game. Lexi Weaver in the middle, the 5'6 sophomore, number 10. Weaver comes into the ballgame averaging 9.8 points per ball game. And in the backcourt, it will be number 24, Sydney Miller, a 5'5 junior. Miller averaging just under 3 points per ballgame. And the change in the starting lineup is Lindsey Troyer. The 5'6 sophomore, number 23, will move into the starting lineup, averaging 3.8 points per ball game. She's replacing Mandy Ebert. Ebert, in a shooting slump, is a 5'6 senior, and she will be coming off of the bench here this evening for the Lady Bears. So, it is Koblenz and Cannon at the forwards. Weaver in the middle. Miller and Troyer will be at the guard positions, and you'll probably see... Maggie Koblenz handling the basketball a little bit more tonight than usual in running the point. Bears are coached by eight-year man Sid Klein. 80 wins against 86 career defeats. He is assisted by P.J. McLeod and Kim Zerker. And while we've got an opportunity, P.J. wanted me to send a shout-out out to a friend of his in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, Isaac Ward. So, hello, Isaac. Thanks for joining us tonight on the broadcast. Bears come out in their home white uniforms with brown numerals gold trim and for the Ritman Lady Indians they're in their black road uniforms with red numerals and white trim your officials for tonight's game Bryce Krajic Adam Miller and Brad Bune Krajic in the center circle along with Sisyphon now check it that is not Sisyphon that is Gosser Gosser in the middle along with Cannon ball in the air and the tip is controlled into the backcourt to Ritman and we're underway Ritman gets the basketball to start things off and they will bring it across with Cora Wilson. She had 23 points in the last game. Bears in a 2-3 zone. Over on the left-hand side to Gosser, to Sisyphon, down into the left corner to Leatherman. Now back out front, Rittman running the offense. They're looking over that defense of the Lady Bears. And like we said, they are very patient offensively. With the basketball on the left-hand side, Wilson now gets to the Leatherman, top of the key to Sisyphon, dribbles to the free-throw line, gets it back out to Wilson, down into the left corner to Leatherman. Now back out front, Leatherman with it on the right wing. Gets it back outside to Wilson. Back top of the key to Sisyphon, dribbles down to the right wing, jump pass over in the right corner to Leatherman for three, won't go, and the rebound ripped down off the glass by Lindsey Troyer. She'll bring it up the right side, get it top of the key to Koblenz. Koblenz inside the arc, spins at the elbow, back out front to Cannon, down to the left elbow, left baseline to Sidney Miller, dribbles up to the lane, now gets it back off to Lexi Weaver. Weaver clears it off, and a foul is going to be called against, I believe, Wayne, check that, it's going to be on... Rittman, and that'll be against Kendall Leatherman. The way Sydney Miller got up and started running to the other end, I thought it was a foul on Sydney, but they did call it on Leatherman. Bears with the basketball. Cannon with it with 6.52 to go in the first quarter. Off to Miller, right in the circle. Back inside the key, over on the left side to Koblenz, right wing to Troyer. Bears are spreading out the offense a little bit more and trying to Spread out this Rittman defense. Cannon to the free throw line. Spins to her right. Gets it off to Sidney Miller. Miller with it to the free throw line. Comes to a jump stop. Down on the left baseline to Cannon. Dribbles to the left corner. Now back out front to Sidney Miller from the 15-footer. Right side won't go. And the rebound taken down 
out of the air ball by Lexi Weaver. Top of the key now to Troyer. Over to Miller. Miller dribbles inside the arc. Now gets it back over to Weaver. Crossover dribble to the free throw line. Pump fake right wing to Troyer. Bounce pass right of the lane to Koblenz. Inside the lane. Lost the handle. Top of the key. Troyer. Right wing to Miller. Ball knocked free. Stolen away by Sisyphon. Gets the ball up the floor to Wilson. She drives in. Laid it up with the left hand. No. But a foul will be called on Sydney Miller as she could not get her feet set in time to pick up the charge. That is the first foul against Sydney. And the first against the Bears as a team. No score so far. 6.05 to go in the first quarter. But going line left is Cora Wilson. She'll shoot two. The junior had 23 points against the Lady Bears in the first outing. And she puts that one airborne. And we're still scoreless as she bangs it off the back iron. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night with Northwestern Boys Basketball against Waynedale. 7.05 pregame. 7.30 with the tip. Wilson, the second one, good. So Wilson pops the lid on this one, and Rittman leads it one to nothing. Into the front court is Weaver. Weaver to the free throw line. She'll drive inside the lane, pull up for 10. No good block out of the air by Leatherman, and it's pulled down by Wilson. Up the floor to Leatherman, right side, down into the corner. It goes to Rupp. Rupp back outside to Leatherman, shoots the three. Right wing, no good, and Rupp got the offensive rebound. Clears it back outside to Leatherman, picked up right away by Miller. And Leatherman clears it off inside the center circle. Now to Cora Wilson. Wilson looks over the defense to Sisyphon right wing. Now left wing to Leatherman. Leatherman walked with it. No call. Back to Sisyphon. Sisyphon with a left-hand dribble. Leatherman down into the left corner to Gosser. Cross-court pass to the right-hand side to Wilson. Wilson drives to the baseline. Threw it up underhanded. No good. And a foul is going to be called against Waynedale. So that foul is against Emma Cannon. Uh, excuse me, Lexi Weaver with that foul. That is her first. Team second. Wilson's going to go to the line again. Shooting two. She was just there 30 seconds ago and split the pair. Puts that one up and it's good. And now it's 2 nothing. Rittman. Wilson two for three from the stripe. 5.20 to go in this first quarter. Second one by Wilson from line left. Is up and good. Wilson... Now with three, and it's 3 nothing. Ripman. Into the front court from left to right comes Cannon. Around a pick by Koblenz to the left wing. Hands it off to Sidney Miller. Sideline left. Dribbles to the free throw line. Now top of the circle. Sidney still with the yo-yo. Gets it off to Troyer. Right side Koblenz. Top side. Koblenz gets it off from the left baseline to Cannon for three. Put it up. Rimmed it in and out. No good. And Cora Wilson takes down the rebound. She brings it up on the run off the right side to the arc. To the free throw line. Inside the lane. Kicks it back out to Leatherman for the three. Left wing off the back iron. Won't go. And the rebound chased down on the baseline by Emma Cannon. Cannon will bring it up the left side with a left-hand dribble to the three-point arc down to the left baseline in the front court. Spins out of a double team and then stolen away by Cora Wilson. She tried to save it in, but she couldn't as she stepped out of bounds. Checking into the lineup now for Rittman is Kenzie Coleman. 5'7", junior, had six in the ball game against the Bears. She's number 44. Cannon puts the ball in play to Koblenz. Left of the lane, throws up a shot off the side of the backboard. and Maggie was fouled on the way to the bucket, and she'll go to the line shooting two. Foul on Cora Wilson. That's her first, team second. Koblenz, scoreless early in this ballgame, shooting 67% from the stripe. Going line right, put it up, line drives it in for the first point of the ballgame for the Bears. And that makes it 3-1. to one. 4.38 to go here in the first quarter of play. Mandy Ebert into the ballgame now for the 
Lady Bears and setting down Sydney Miller. Second one by Koblenz, no good. Rebound taken down off the glass by Rupp. Rupp clears it off to Wilson. Wilson looks like she's out of breath as she brings the ball across the timeline. Bounce pass left-hand side to Coleman. Coleman off on the right baseline to Rupp. Rupp back to Coleman. Free throw line from 15. Rattled it home. Kenzie Coleman with her first two. And it's 5-1 to one, Rittman. With 4-10 to go in the first quarter. Cannon with it. Left of the front court. Stops top of the circle. Off to Lexi Weaver. Dribbles inside the arc. Right baseline it comes to Troyer. Top of the key to Cannon. Cannon around a pick by Koblenz. Down to the left wing. Spins it back out to Lexi Weaver. Right side. She's going to drive right of the lane. Threw up a wild shot. No. Rebound taken away underneath the basket by Koblenz. Put it up with the left hand. Good. And she's fouled. Maggie with three. And she'll go to the line. Trying to complete the three-point play. Foul is called on Cora Wilson. And she has got two on her early in this ballgame. And that's going to be of some concern to Eric Nichols. Line right. Koblenz trying to complete the old-fashioned three-point play. No good. But rebound chased down on the baseline by Lexi Weaver. Weaver was knocked out of bounds by Coleman, but Coleman last touched the basketball. So it will stay with Waynedale. Brooklyn Reby into the ballgame now for the Lady Bears and sitting down is Lindsey Troyer. Mandy Ebert off the inbounds from Cannon. Back to Cannon in the corner. Bounce pass went right by Mandy Ebert and out of bounds. Second turnover of the ball game. Mandy was going to set a pick, and Cannon thought she was going to pop back out and didn't. She threw it right by her and out of bounds. 5-3. Rittman with the lead. 3.35 to go in this first quarter. With it is Leatherman. Leatherman right of the circle. Decisive find down in the left corner to Coleman. She's going to shoot the long three. Got it. Coleman has got five. That's her first three of the night. And it's 8-3. Rittman by five. Weaver, right side to Koblenz. Koblenz drives inside the lane, lost the handle of the basketball, out of bounds. Back to Rittman. Rittman comes into tonight's game not averaging many turnovers a contest. They have none so far in this game, and the Bears have committed three. 8-3 your score, 3-10 to go in this first quarter. Top of the key is Sisyphon. Left wing, now to Coleman. Coleman for Rittman, back to Sisyphon. Got the ball knocked free by Reby, but taken right back. Coleman, the left wing three-pointer, won't go. Rebound taken down by Weaver. She got it knocked away from her, and last touch on the play by Rittman's Mason Rupp. So the ball stays with Waynedale. Cannon out of the ball game. Sidney Miller back in. So it's Ebert, Miller, Reby on the floor, along with Koblenz and Weaver. Bears wholesale substitutions, only two starters on the floor right now. With it is Reby to the free throw line. Gets it off to Sidney Miller. A round of pick by Reby. Top of the key, Weaver. Weaver, pump fake. Crossover dribble to the free throw line. Weaver is going to be fouled on the play, and it will be a foul on Kendall Leatherman. That is her second now. So the backcourt of Rittman in deep foul trouble. Cora Wilson with two. Leatherman with two. Bears with the basketball. Ebert will put it in play left of her own bucket. Looking. Inbounds the ball to Brooklyn Reby. Back to Mandy Ebert down in the left corner. Out front to Miller. Miller with a free throw line. Bounce pass over to Lexi Weaver. Pump fake. Right wing. Can't find the shot. Ball gets knocked away and then she's tied up on a nice play by Erica Gosser. And it will stay with Wayndale on the alternating jump ball. Sisyphon back into the ball game. Leatherman with those two fouls will sit down. 2.31 left to go in the first quarter. 
8-3 Rittman. Ebert, right of her own bucket, inbounds the ball to the free throw line to Koblenz, dribbles to her left, gets it off to Weaver. Weaver throws up a shot, hit the bottom of the backboard. Rebound taken down by Rupp. It gets knocked free by Koblenz, and it will stay with Rittman. So Rittman keeps the basketball after the rebound was knocked loose. And the Bears will drop off. They will not have full court pressure. One of the few times this year that they have it. And Rittman will bring it up. Now the Lady Bears will extend their defense out to the midcourt strike. With it on the left-hand side is Claudia Hartzler. And they get the ball out front to Kenzie Coleman. And a foul is going to be called on... Is that on Coleman? It is on Coleman. Coleman gets hit with the foul. He called it... Well, now check that. He called it on Black 44. Timeout. Bryce Krajic called it on Black 44, which means it's got to be Waynedale's basketball. And now he's going to come over. Now they're going to say it's on Sydney Miller. And that will be her second. So they get the officiating snafu taken care of, and Ripman will keep the basketball. And they inbound it into the backcourt to Sisyphon. Guarded by Mandy Ebert. Sisyphon down to the left baseline. Left of the circle. Not on the left of the block. Gets it off on the left-hand side to Rupp. Back out front to Gosser for three. Missed everything. And Caitlin Hershberger, who's into the ballgame, now takes the rebound off the floor. Up the floor to Koblenz. Left wing to Troyer. Troyer's back into the ballgame. Top of the key. Caitlin Hershberger for three. Off the side iron. Won't go. Rebound chased outside. And it comes down into the hands of Sisyphon, who then fell to the floor, but got it off. To Hartzler. Down in the right corner, it goes to Hartzler, and Hartzler is going to put up a three and can it. Hartzler with three, and it's 11 to three. Rittman with an eight point lead. Right wing, three pointer by Troyer, missed everything. Rebound loose, and it comes down to Gossard. Gossard clears it off to Coleman, and Coleman will bring it up. Coleman from right to left, bringing it across the timeline. A minute 17 to go in the first quarter. On the left wing, Gosser to the free throw line. Bounce pass on the right side to Hartzler. Hartzler to the free throw line with a left-hand dribble. Goes left of the lane to Sisufan to the block. Put up a shot. No good, but a foul will be called on Maggie Koblenz. Nope, it's going to be on Mandy Ebert. Going to call that foul on Mandy Ebert. That is her first. And that is the fourth against the Lady Bears as a team. Cannon into the ball game. Sitting down is Mandy Ebert. I think she may have lost a contact or she's got a bloody nose. Coming in at the next dead ball is going to be Lexi Weaver also. And now Sisyphon puts that one up and it's no good. Sisyphon shooting two. Out of the ball game, back in I should say, is Andrea Vale and sitting down. Is Hartzler. Second one by Sisufan. Left hands it up. No good. And Hershberger will chase down the rebound. Caitlin brings it into the front court. On the right side. Now gets it out between the circles to Cannon. Cannon down on the left baseline to Troyer. Drives left baseline. Pops it from five. Missed everything. Partially blocked out of the air by Coleman. And it's pulled down by Hartzler. And they look over at Eric Nichols. And they will go for the last shot. Or it appears they will. Bounce pass on the left-hand side to Vale. Down into the corner to Coleman. Coleman with it, guarded by Lexi Weaver. Bears in the man-to-man. Top of the key. Rippman has it to Andrea Vale. Now back outside to Hartzler. Hartzler, bounce pass over to Gosser, right wing. Gosser, sideline right, got a pass out front, stolen away by Cannon. Cannon brings it up, she'll drive the right side, lay it up. No, and a foul will be called on Gosser. And Cannon will go line right, shooting two. That's the first turnover 
of this first half on Ripman with 25.3 seconds to go in the quarter. And Cannon will go line right. Emma scoreless so far tonight. And on the year from the stripe, shooting 84%. 21 of 25 from the line this year. And she drills the first one. Up to that point, the only three points that the Bears had scored came from Maggie Koblenz. And Koblenz will check in, just as I say that. And sitting down is Brooklyn Reby. Cannon, her first point of the ballgame. It's 11-4 to Ripman. Second one by Cannon. Puts it up. No good. And Coleman takes the rebound down. Coleman gets it off now to Cora Wilson, who's back into the ballgame. Wilson with those two personal fouls. Had 14 seconds to go in the quarter. Behind the back dribble, Wilson, guarded by Troyer, dribbles left-hand side to the arc to the free-throw line, crosses over, left baseline to Andrea Vale for three-pointer. Left corner no good, and the rebound taken down by Lexi Weaver. Weaver, with one second, throws up a half-court shot. It'll count if it goes, and it does, and it goes right over the top of the backboard, and that's it at the end of the first quarter. And your score at the end of one, it is Ritman 11, Waynedale 4. On your way home and need something in a hurry, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru is the stop for you. Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru have been serving the community for 26 years. Stay in your car and let the friendly people at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru get what you need. From snacks, beverages, pizza, anything you may want. Just like the Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver and the Apple Creek Drive-Thru. So on your way home from the game, work or you're just in a hurry, stop by the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed, family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you to bring your vision to life and tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Harvest Market is a full-service grocery store in the corner of Apple Creek with the finest fresh local meats, ground beef and sausage prepared on site, and steaks cut to order in the old-fashioned butcher shop. Stop in and pick up hot meals ready to go. Harvest Market is known for their barbecue chicken and smoked ribs. There's a full-service deli, locally made baked goods, fresh produce, hand-dipped ice cream, and a huge selection of chips, snacks, and beverages. Let Harvest Market prepare your meal or party trays for you. Open Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7, and Sundays 10 to 6. Come taste the difference. Well, while you're away, Ripman put up a three-pointer by Gosser. Right side, it was no good. Koblenz got the rebound, brought it from coast to coast. Laid it in with the left hand. She's got five, and now it's an 11-6 ball game, Ripman on top of it, as we start out the second quarter of play. Ripman with the basketball. Gosser drives right of the lane, put it up from 12. No good. Rebound bounced around, came right back to Gosser. She put it up in his foul. And Gosser will go to the line, shooting two. Foul is going to be called on Caitlin Hershberger. That is her first. Want to issue a shout-out to Isaac Ward from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, buddy of P.J. McLeod's. P.J. wanted to make sure that I said hello to him tonight on the broadcast, so we did. Gosser puts up that one, and it is no good. So she is 0-for-1 from the strike. Leatherman back in with those two fouls. Vale sits. Wilson right now is sitting. She's the other one with two fouls. So Leatherman in with her two. Second one by Gosser. No good. Rebound tapped into the corner and pulled down by Rupp. Rupp with it. Back out front to Coleman. Now gets it off between the circles. 
to Leatherman. Leatherman bounce pass to Rupp left wing. She's going to left hand it up. Missed everything. Just almost barely hit the side of the backboard. And it's pulled down by Lexi Weaver. Weaver gets it up the floor to Koblenz. Koblenz down by five with the basketball for the Lady Bears. She has it out near the center circle. Koblenz goes back out to Cannon. Cannon in front of the scorer's table. Now gets it off to Lexi Weaver. Left in the front court. Baseball pass underneath the Cannon. Stolen away by Sisufan. And then she dribbled it off her forehead. And it went right into the hands of Leatherman. Gets it up the floor to Cannon. Back to Sousafon for the three right wing. No good. Rebound Gosser right over the top of Troyer. Put her up. No rebound. Weaver and a jump ball will be called as Gosser tied up Weaver. Boy, when Weaver gets her paws on a basketball, you really got to be doubly strong to rip it away from her because she was not going to let Gosser get that ball back. 11-6. Waynedale with it as that jump ball gives it back to Waynedale. Koblenz with it between the circles, left wing to Troyer. Back out to Koblenz. Around the wing on the right-hand side to Hershberger. Over left wing now to Troyer. She'll shoot the three. Missed it. Rebound knocked out of bounds. And there's going to be a foul called underneath. And I believe it's on Rittman for pushing off on Hershberger. And it will be. And that is going to be on Kenzie Coleman. That is her first. And it is the 16th foul against Rittman. So the Bears will have it left to their own bucket. They inbound the ball to Koblenz, top of the circle. Koblenz looking underneath for a cutter. Finds her, got Troyer. Troyer got elbowed in the eye. Put up Hershberger, put it up no good, and there'll be a foul underneath. And Troyer is down in a heap on the right side of the lane. She got elbowed coming into the lane. It was an inadvertent elbow, but it caught her right in the left eye. And she is down just to the right of the lane. And Sid Klein having words with the official as he goes by them to go see how Lindsay is doing. We're going to take a timeout. 6.06 to go in this first half of play. Your score is Ripman 11, Waynedale 6. Are you ready to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you're worried about lengthy and inconvenient renovations? Then you need Clayzac Kitchen and Bath. Hi, this is Shorty Miller, owner of Clayzac Kitchen and Bath, a family-owned business that has served the area for 20 years. We provide a top-notch renovation from floor to ceiling in a time frame you won't believe and customize everything to your style and taste. Visit us at clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com to learn how to get the kitchen or bath of your dreams. Well, Lindsay got up under her own power and... You could tell she got bopped in the left eye. It was an inadvertent elbow, but it was an elbow nonetheless. And I believe they're going to give the basketball back to Rittman. I thought they had called a foul underneath on Rittman, but evidently they didn't. Now Sidney Miller is going to come into the ballgame. And sitting down is going to be Lexi Weaver. 6.06 to go. Boy, a lot of confusion going on here. Eric Nichols up talking to Bryce Krajic and Adam Miller's going to go ahead and put the basketball in play. 11-6. Rittman with the lead in the basketball as they bring it into the front court with Leatherman. Leatherman dribbles in against Miller to Sisyphon. Right wing to the free throw line. Jump pass out front to Coleman. Coleman now to the free throw line. Lost the handle. Picked off the floor by Miller. Miller will bring it up on the break for the Lady Bears. To the left wing. Stops off the Koblenz in the lane. She lost the handle. And it's going to be a jump ball as Rupp tied her up. And it will go back to Rittman. So the exchange of turnovers gives it back to Rittman. Now the Lady Bears are going to put on full court pressure. Sisufan in the backcourt trying to find somebody to inbound it to. Gets it into Leatherman. Right back to Sisufan. 
and she'll bring it across the timeline from right to left, guarded by Reedy. Sissoufan, left wing, gets it off to Coleman, all alone for the three, left wing, got it. Well, you leave her alone and she sets her feet. She's a dead eye. She's got eight on two threes, and it's 14-6, written in by eight. Koblenz, top of the circle, spins to the right. Off now to Lexi Weaver. Weaver dribbles left of the circle, and now back over to Emma Cannon. Cannon looking for the back door on Koblenz, but swings it back out front on the left side to Weaver. Dribbles left of the lane. Stops. Back out to Cannon for the three. Left wing. No good. Koblenz got the rebound. Fights it up. No, but she's fouled by Rupp, and she'll go to the line shooting two. Foul on Mason Rupp. That is her first. And that puts Ripman over the limit, but nonetheless, Koblenz is going to the line shooting two shots. Koblenz tonight, five points. One of three from the line. She dips from line right, shoots it, and it's a line drive shot. No good. Sometimes Maggie looks like she's just fighting the basketball up to the rim. Hershberger is out of the ballgame. Darby Ramey making her first appearance. Darby checks into the ballgame, averaging just under two points a contest. Second one by Koblenz. That one's a high archer. No good at Gosser. Got the rebound. So Maggie having her troubles from the strike tonight. Wilson back into the ball game. She's got those two fouls, and Leatherman is sitting now with her two fouls. Wilson with it on the left-hand side, left of the lane to the free-throw line. Goes right wing to Gosser. Gosser outside the arc, guarded by Cannon. Dribbles in with the left hand inside the lane, and a reach-in foul will be called on Cannon on the way to the bucket. That is the first on Emma. And the sixth against Wingdale as a team, but Gosser... They'll say was in the act of shooting, so she'll go line left shooting two. Puts it up, and it is good. Gosser with her first point of the ball game. Reby out, Mandy Ebert back in. Both scoreless here tonight. As Gosser will go line left, she's one of three for the strike tonight. Puts that one up, no good off the back iron. Rebound taken down by Koblenz, one-handed. Koblenz brings it up the left side into the front court, to the top of the key. Right wing Cannon. Cannon dribbles to the left side of the lane. Now to Mandy Ebert. She's going to shoot the three. Left wing, won't go. Rebound Koblenz, right of the lane. Koblenz lost the handle again. Ball loose on the floor and a jump ball as Gosser tied up Koblenz. And it will go back to the Lady Bears. And now a timeout will be taken by Waynedale. 4.29 to go in the half. Your score, Ritman 15, Waynedale 6. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, of course. Build your own burger. The wings every Thursday night are half price. And there's the brisket and pulled pork. The steaks and seafood are second to none, and the appetizers are to die for. Everything cooked to your satisfaction. All this and live bands, too. At the Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sundays, 11 to 8. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Troyer Roofing and Construction is your trusted expert for commercial and residential roofing needs in the area. They specialize in new roofs, repairs, and replacements with either shingles or steel. Troyer Roofing can even perform an energy-efficient restoration that can add years to your existing roof. Family-owned and operated for over 20 years, Troyer Roofing and Construction provides free quotes and professional service. For all your commercial residential roofing needs, call the best. Troyer Roofing and Construction, 857-7865, or see their website, troyerroof.com. After the timeout, Bears have the basketball to 
Emma Cannon, left wing now to Koblenz. Bears down 15 to 6. Koblenz with it. Got knocked to the floor by Roop. No call. Off on the left hand side, Cannon. Cannon down to the left corner to Eber. Boy, it is rough out there. With it on the right-hand side is Weaver. Weaver drives the lane, and she's going to be tied up, and a foul will be called on Ripman. And Weaver will go line right, shooting one and one. Sisufan picks up the foul. That is her first. Well, we've already had Lindsey Troyer go to the floor with an inadvertent elbow. They need to get this straightened up out there. The physicality that's going on out on the floor is really going to get somebody hurt. Weaver line right. She is scoreless tonight on the year shooting 76% from there. Puts it up and it's good. Lexi with her first point of the ball game. And it's 15-7. Bears down by 8 with 4.05 to go in the first half. Second one by Weaver is good. Weaver sweeps the pair. 15-8. Waynedale down by 7. And bringing it across is Wilson. Wilson into the front court. Now Ripman's going to spread the floor, try to spread out this Waynedale defense. Left wing to Coleman. Coleman dribbles in against Ramey, top of the key. It goes to Hartzler, who's back in. Hartzler to the free throw line on the right side to Sissupan. Sissupan dribbles to the line. Back outside to Coleman for three. Left wing, no good. Finally missed one. And the rebound chased into the corner. And basically... Maggie Koblenz just ran right through Gosser and knocked her out of bounds, and no call was made. That was the best block I've seen this year, football included. <laughs> Maggie just ran right through Gosser to get the basketball back. Koblenz brings it across from left to right on the left wing to Weaver. Weaver top of the circle to Ebert. Ebert, the long three, top side, missed everything. Ray... Ramey tried to save it in on the baseline, and it goes out of bounds. 15-8. Eric Nichols giving the official an earful as he walks by the Ritman bench on the way up the floor. Cora Wilson brings it up with 3.15 to go in the half. Wilson right side, in against Weaver. Feeds it off to Sisufan, to the right of the lane. Drives the lane, put it up in the left hand. No, Gosser the rebound, right back up. No again. Rebound knocked out front to Sisufan. Sisufan clears it off. Out front now to Wilson, over to Coleman. Coleman with it, back outside to Wilson. Wilson behind the back dribble, right of the lane to Coleman, left of the circle. Now down on the left baseline to Hartzler. She'll drive the lane, put it up, hit the bottom of the rim. Rebound taken down by Mandy Ebert. Ebert will bring it up the right side with a right-hand dribble to the right wing. Off top of the circle to Koblenz. Koblenz dribbles to the left elbow, now to Cannon. Cannon sideline left of the arc, down in the left corner to Koblenz. Pump fake, drives left of the lane. She'll put up the hook shot in the lane from 10, no good. And Sisufan got the rebound again. She'll clear it off to Wilson, coming from right to left to the free throw line. Right elbow extended, down to the right block, now out front. It goes to Gossert. Bounce pass to Hartzler to the free throw line for Rittman. Hands it off to Wilson, top of the circle. Wilson behind the back, dribble to the line. Left wing, it goes down into the left corner to Coleman. Coleman outside the arc, back outside to Hartzler, around on the right wing to Cora Wilson, and she'll reset the offense with 2.05 to go in the half. 15-8 is right now the score with Rittman having the lead. Bounce pass to Sisyphon, kicks it out to Gosser. Left corner three, no good. Rebound came down to Sisyphon, forced it up, and a foul will be called. Sisyphon went right over the top of Koblenz and picked up the rebound. Her fourth of the night. And the foul is called on Maggie Koblenz. That is her first. And Wendell already over the limit. The going line left will be Sisyphon. Her first second trip to the stripe. She's 
0 of 2 from the line. Put that one up and make it 0 of 3. Now Wilson's going to leave and Leatherman is coming in. You got two fouls for Wilson leaving the ball game and two fouls on Leatherman coming in. 153 to go in the half. Second one is up and that one is good. Sisu five finally gets her first point of the ball game. She's 104 from the strike. 16-8. Waynedale down by eight. Right wing. Weaver dribbles down to the right block. Gets it back out front for Cannon. Knocked out of bounds by Gosser. It will stay with Waynedale. 1.45 to go in the half. Cannon will put it in play at the end of the Rittman bench on the near side. Gets it in to Koblenz. Now back to Cannon. Back to Maggie. Maggie left of the circle. Left wing and now goes to Ebert. Ebert pulls up for the 17-footer. Drilled it. Mandy Ebert with her first two. And it's 16-10. A minute and a half to go in the first half. Rittman with the lead in the basketball. Leatherman will walk it across the timeline. Leatherman dribbles into the arc. To the left-hand side, off to Coleman. Coleman to the free-throw line. Top of the circle, Hartzler to the left elbow. Forces up a shot, missed everything. Rebound, Gosser, though. Gosser got the ball knocked away, but right into the hands of Sisufan. Sisufan clears it off to Coleman. On the left wing, it now goes to Leatherman. Guarded by Lexi Weaver. Leatherman drives the left baseline. Drives inside, and a foul is going to be called on Darby Ramey. Darby with her first. And that will send Rittman to the line. And Kendall Leatherman. Leatherman had seven points against the Lady Bears in the first ball game. She'll shoot two. Leatherman, scoreless here tonight. With a minute one to go. Puts it up and it falls off the iron. No good. Brooklyn Reby back in. And Mandy Ebert is going to sit down. 16-10. Rittman on top of it. This one has been just the way Rittman wants it to be. Second one, spun in and out. No good. Rebound, Koblenz. Maggie brings it up the right side in front of the scorer's table into the front court. Crossover dribble, top of the key. Right wing over to Lexi Weaver in the lane. She'll throw up a 10-footer. Missed everything. She got hammered. No call, and it's cleared off to Leatherman. Leatherman brings it up the floor into the front court. Leatherman with it on the right side to Sisufan. Spins to her right, drives the lane, put it up off the glass and in. Sisufan with three, 18 10 Rittman, 35 seconds to go in the half. Weaver, right baseline to Reeby. Reeby, right of the circle from 17, no good, and the rebound taken down by Sisufan. Sisufan clears it off to Leatherman, and with 20 seconds to go, Rittman will go for the last shot. They lead it 18 to 10. Bears need good defense here. With it is Leatherman. Leatherman drives inside. Dumps it off underneath the Coleman on the left side. Laid it up and in with three seconds to go. Cannon off to Koblenz. Left wing three at the buzzer. Won't go too hard. And we are at halftime here at Waynedale. And your score at the end of the first 16 minutes of play. Rittman has doubled up on the Lady Bears. It is Rittman 20, Waynedale 10. Breakfast time is the best time at Deb's Den. Every Saturday, 8 a.m. to 11, and Sundays, 9 to noon, start the day off right with your favorite morning delights. Eggs, bacon, sausage, pancakes, all to your satisfaction, handmade and fresh. From breakfast on the weekends to the sandwiches with soups and sides for lunch and the dinner specials every day. Deb's Den's lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 11 to 9, and Sunday, 12 to 3. Stop by Deb's Den for breakfast tomorrow or before next Friday's game for a quick meal. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek, working hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. The Spidell Funeral Home has been serving the community for over 125 years. 
providing compassionate and professional services for families when they need it the most. From the first call, the Spinell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. During trying times, families pull together. Turn to someone that understands family. The Spidel Funeral Home, a name you can trust with service that is endearing. In two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish Heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at millercustomexteriors.com. Hard work, honesty, genuine care, traits that define Dutch Quality Stone as a company. Created by local workers, Dutch Quality Stone's products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. Located in the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone veneers exhibit all the unique beauty of nature with easy-to-install options for residential and commercial properties. In central Ohio, people believe in doing things right. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Route 250 near Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. You're listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears basketball. It's time for the Apple Creek Bank halftime show. The Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Dave Mitchell back at Waynedale High School, twenty to ten, Ripman on top of the Lady Bears by ten points here at halftime, and it has been played at the pace that the Lady Bears do not want it played at. They'd like to speed up the tempo just a little bit, but Rittman is enjoying the tempo right now, and that's one of the keys that we talked about before the game, that Rittman had to control the tempo and keep the Bears off kilter defensively. And so far, they have been the team that has done what they need to do here in the first half of play. The Associated Press high school basketball rankings around the state of Ohio came out today, and in Division One. Newark is on top of Division One. The only local team that is ranked in the top ten is at number nine, and that is Canton Glen Oak. In Division Two, Ottawa Glendorf, you just saw them down at the Country in the Classic at Berlin Highland, is at number one this week. And Perry is the other girls' basketball team locally that is in the rankings. They are at number nine. In Division Three, Cincinnati Summit Country Day is the number one ranked team in the state. And there are no other teams in Division Three from around the area ranked in the top ten. And in Division Four, Minster is the top team. Highland was at number two, but after their loss at the Country in the Classic, they will actually drop probably at the end of this week. And they are the only team in the area that was ranked in Division Four basketball. So Newark, the number one team in Division One, Ottawa Glendorf D2. Division Three, Cincinnati Summit Country Day, and Minster is the number one team in Division Four basketball. We'll come back and take a look at the stat story of tonight's first half of play. Twenty to ten, Waynedale down by ten here at halftime. We'll be right back. When choosing a bank, wouldn't you prefer a local institution with years of commitment to the area it serves? 
Since 1904, the Apple Creek Banking Company has been that kind of bank. We believe in our neighbors, our towns, and our way of life. For over 100 years, we've provided products and services specifically tailored for your needs. That's why we've stayed independent, serving the area with six locations. At the Apple Creek Banking Company, we provide quick responses with your business, home, or land financing needs. Service with integrity. Today, that's what matters. We've been here and will be here when you need us. So when you're ready for your first home, a new home or car, or just want the hometown feel, we have new website-compatible apps on all devices coming soon. Bank local. Bank better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 20 to 10, Rittman on top of the Lady Bears here at halftime. Let's check the stats. First of all, for Rittman, they're being led by Kenzie Coleman with 10 points. She's got two three-pointers. Three points to three different players. Claudia Hartzler with a three. Cora Wilson on three of four from the line. She's got a total of three points. And Kaylee Sisyphon has got three points. She's one of four from the line with a field goal and one free throw. Rittman was 5 of 14 from the line for 36% in that first half. They committed 8 fouls, grabbed 16 rebounds, 5 of them offensive, and only 3 turnovers in the first half of play. For Waynedale, they're being led by Maggie Koblenz. She's got 5 points, but Maggie, tough night so far at the half from the free throw line. She's only 1 of 5 from the strike. Lexi Weaver's got two points. She's two of two from the line. Mandy Ebert off the bench tonight, not in a starting role. She's got two points. And Emma Cannon has one. So Rittman has done a good job of throttling the big three, Maggie, Emma, and Lexi. Maggie's got five rebounds tonight of the 13 that Waynedale has grabbed. The Bears were four of nine from the stripe, only 44%. They committed eight fouls in that first half, grabbed 13 rebounds, one of them offensive and committed six turnovers in the first half of play. Bears really need to shore up their offense and be able to get the ball inside a little bit more against this tough Rittman defense that is really putting themselves on a show tonight, giving up only ten points in the first half. 20-10, to 10, Rittman on top. They've doubled up the Lady Bears, and we'll be back with more after this. For over 100 years, the Apple Creek Banking Company has proudly served the community we live in. From helping to sponsor events like Waynedale Athletics to working hard to give you a quick response on your home, business, or land financing needs. If you have not experienced working with us, we invite you to make a change to a bank that cares and appreciates your business. Coming soon, a new website compatible on all devices. Bank Local. Bank Better. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Member FDIC. Well, we said at the beginning of the broadcast that the keys to the ball game, Rittman had to play tough in-your-face defense and control the tempo. They have done each of those things, giving up just 10 points to the Lady Bears so far tonight, and they've been able to control the tempo. As far as Waynedale, they needed to be aggressive to the bucket. They have not been. Rittman's defense has kept the Lady Bears from really attacking the basket so far tonight, and their bugaboo all year long has been the beginning of the third quarter. Well, tonight the Bears need a good start at the beginning of the third quarter because right now they are down by 10. 20 to 10, Rittman on top of the Lady Bears. The second half action is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. You've been listening to the Apple Creek Bank Halftime Show, brought to you by the Apple Creek Bank. Visit AppleCreekBank.com 
or stop by one of our six convenient locations. Fun in the pool may be ending for the season, but it will return. And when that time arrives, contact the experts in water hauling, Reber Milk Transport. Yes, they do milk, but they also supply the water for your swimming pool. Don't fill your pool from a slow garden hose. That takes time and it's expensive. Reber's will fill your pool fast and have you ready for the new season in hours, not days. And Reber Milk Transport will be prompt in their delivery. Call 330-466-5738 for your water needs next season. Keep cool with Reber Milk Transport in Apple Creek. Since 1981, Troyer Signs has provided quality service to those in and out of the Waynedale area. Hundreds of satisfied customers have promoted their businesses with outstanding graphics, interior and exterior signs, commercial or residential. Troyer Signs can do it all. Custom graphics, logo designs, vehicle graphics, banners, and much, much more. Increase your visibility with a high-quality, professional product from Troyer Signs. Stop by just north of Route 250 on Honeytown Road. Visit TroyerSigns.com or call 263-1400. Well, Ripman was up by 7 at the end of the first quarter, 11-4. to Now they're up by 10 after outscoring the Bears 9-6 in that second quarter, 20-10. to Ripman out on the floor. They'll have the basketball with Sisufan, Wilson with two, Leatherman with two fouls, Gosser, and Rupp on the floor. For Waynedale, it is Weaver. Hershberger's going to start the second half. To Koblenz, along with Cannon and Miller. And on a nice backdoor feed, it goes to Cora Wilson. And Wilson lays it up and in. She has got five, and it's a 12-point Ripman lead. Bears going from right to left. Right wing, Hershberger for the two. Got it. Caitlin wide open for the two-pointer. Had her feet on the three-pointer. It's her first two of the night. And it's 22-12. to 12. Bears down by 10. Leatherman the other way. Leatherman left of the circle off to Sisyphon. She fumbled the basketball. She's going to drive the lane, lay it up. No, rebound Koblenz. Koblenz will bring it up the left-hand side to the top of the circle. Swings it to Weaver, dribbles to the free throw line. Left wing Cannon. Cannon inside the lane, right of the lane, and a double dribble violation called on Emma Cannon. Bears had six turnovers in the half, and now immediately... Waynedale is going to use a timeout. 7.06 to go in the third quarter. Your score, Ripman 22, Waynedale 12. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Bringing it up is Leatherman after that 30-second timeout. Sid Klein will have three all-fulls left with the basketball. Stolen away by Weaver. Weaver picked Leatherman's pocket, drives the lane, lays it off underneath the Sidney Miller, right side, laid it up and in. Sidney Miller with two, and it is 22-14, Bears down by eight now. Wilson will bring it up, guarded by Miller. Wilson right side behind the back dribble. On the left-hand side to Leatherman, right of the lane. Now she'll drive in against Weaver, kicking back out to Gosser. Gosser dribbles to the free throw line. Now off to Wilson. She'll drive the lane, and a blocking violation is going to be called on Lexi Weaver. And Brad Bune's going to say that Wilson was in the act of shooting. Well, if this is the NBA and you've got continuation, that may have been the case. Going line right is Cora Wilson. Wilson 
three for four from the line, and she misses that first one. She's got five points. 22-14, Rittman. Six and a half minutes to go. Wilson. Now she'll put up the second one. Got that one. She has six. And she is four of six from the line tonight. Into the front court. Cannon off on the right-hand side to Hershberger, and it went right through her hands and out of bounds. That's eight turnovers tonight on the Lady Bears. On the season, they've been averaging just over nine a game. Into the front court comes Wilson. Hands it off to Coleman as Rittman spreads out the offense and works around the perimeter. With it is Leatherman to the free throw line. Left of the lane. Kicks it off in the left corner to Coleman. Coleman now dribbles up to the left wing. The free throw line inside the lane. Throws up a shot way off the mark. And the rebound taken down by Cannon. In all honesty, the Bears got away with a foul there. Cannon the other way. Left of the lane off to Hirschberger for the three-pointer. Left wing got it! Caitlin drills the three. She's got five. 23-17. Bears down by six. Well, if they can get another stop here in a bucket, this is a new ball game. On the left side is Coleman. Coleman with it. Now dribbles top of the circle, hands it off to Wilson, down into the left corner to Coleman for three, missed it, rebound, Lexi Weaver. Weaver gets it off the floor, up to the top of the key, hook pass over to Sidney Miller for three, left wing, no good, and it went up and hit the stanchion above the basket, and it will go back to Redmond. Boy, that was a big possession for the Lady Bears. 5.24 to go in the first third quarter of play, excuse me. I think we've seen the end of Lindsay Troyer here tonight. She got her first starting role, got elbowed inadvertently, and now she left the ball game, and I don't think we're going to see her back tonight. With it is Coleman. Left wing, it goes to Sisyphon. She's going to throw up a shot on the rim. No good left side. Pulled down by Coleman. She'll throw it up. No, and a foul on the Bears. And Coleman will go line right. Foul on. Looks like Caitlin Hershberger, and it will be. That is her second, team second. And Coleman will go line right for the first time tonight. She has got 10 points to lead the way for the Lady Indians. Make it 11 as she hits the free throw. 5.08 to go in the third quarter. 24-17. Rittman with a seven-point lead. And Coleman trying to make it eight. Put that one up and good. He's got 12, the unsung hero for Rittman tonight. 25-17, Rittman. Koblenz, left of the circle, down goes right side to Sidney Miller. Left wing, down into the corner to Koblenz for the three. Left wing, no good. Rebound chased out front by Maggie. Koblenz got the rebound. Right side, it goes to Lexi Weaver. Weaver dribbles top of the circle. Crossover, gets it off the cannon. She'll drive left of the lane, kicking it back out of the left wing to Miller. Top of the key, Weaver for the three. No good. Rebound is going to be out of bounds into the Waynedale student body, what there is of it tonight. And it will go back to Rittman. 4.39 left to go in the third quarter. 25-17, Rittman by eight. Bears had cut it to six and had the ball. And now Rittman back up by eight. Wilson behind the back dribble a couple of times on the right wing to Sisufan, guarded by Koblenz. Sisufan to the line. She walked with it. Crossbar pass stolen away by Miller. Miller will drive the length of the floor all the way, lays it up and in. Sydney's got four, and it's 25-19. Bears have cut it to six again. Wilson will bring it up from left to right across the timeline, guarded by Sydney Miller. With it on the left side, Wilson's going to drive all the way to the bucket, laid it up, hit the bottom of the rim, no good, rebound Coblenz. 
Maggie will bring it up from right to left. Up the left side in front of the scores table. To the left of the lane. Spins to the right, and she's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket. And it'll just be a common foul. Called on Cora Wilson, and it may be common, but that's her third. And the first against Rittman. 3.54 to go in the third. Bears will put it in play left of their own bucket. Cannon. Looking, looking, inbounds the ball to Weaver. Weaver fell to the floor. Off to Koblenz, laid it up. No good. She was so wide open. Koblenz got the rebound, and Gosser throws Koblenz to the floor. And now Maggie's down to the right of the lane. And it'll be a foul call. I believe is it a jump ball. They're going to call it a jump ball. Sisufan is going to leave the ball game. Cannon will put it in play. Boy, it is more physical out there tonight than I've seen most boys' games this year. Cannon, looking, looking, will inbound it out front to Sidney Miller. Miller out near the timeline, right in the circle to Weaver. Weaver's going to drive right of the lane, throw up a right-hand floater, no good. And the rebound, Coleman kicks it off to Leatherman. Leatherman will bring it up the floor, goes to Wilson, drives in around Gosser, and a foul is going to be called on Maggie Koblenz. Unbelievable. Gosser was moving pick all the way up the floor. Koblenz snuck around her. And it was Gosser that actually hit Wilson on the way to the bucket. And Adam Miller calls the foul against Koblenz. That's going to be her second. They have got to get a handle on this or somebody's really going to get hurt. We've already got Lindsey Troyer on the bench taking an inadvertent elbow. And Wilson goes line right, shoots it, and got it. Boy, Mandy Ebert's going to come into the ballgame. Mandy checks in. Sidney Miller will sit. 26-19, Rittman by 7. 3.34 to go. This has been a war, and I mean a war. Second one by Wilson. No good. Rebound, Coburn. Maggie, she now has 10 rebounds here tonight. On the left-hand side, Weaver. Weaver to the free-throw line. Kicks it off to Hirschberg. Right wing, two-pointer, no good. Rebound, Koblenz. Koblenz gets fouled. First of all, she got undercut, took a gathering dribble, and then went up for the shot, and then they called the foul on Coleman. Boy, oh boy. Telling you, somebody is really going to get hurt out here. Koblenz, left left of the lane. She's going to shoot the free... Free shot, put it up, no good. She just seems to be fighting her free throws here tonight. She's got five. And it's still 26-19. Koblenz, the second one from line left. Put it up. That one's good. Now she's got six. And with 3.20 to go in the third quarter, it's 26-20. Coleman gets it off to Wilson. Wilson guarded by Mandy Ebert. And Wilson will walk it across up the left-hand side. Into the front court, top of the circle to the line. Jump pass, right baseline. It goes to Coleman. Shut off by Hershberger. Tried to get a pass out front. Stolen away by Lexi Weaver. Weaver brings it up the left-hand side. Stops with the dribble. Now spins to her left. Goes top of the key. Right wing to Ebert. Back to Weaver. Weaver got it knocked free by Coleman. And out of bounds. It will stay with Waynedale. And now Rittman will take a timeout. 2.55 to go in the third. It's now Rittman 26, Waynedale 20. Do you own or manage a business? Work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. 
Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Eric Nichols using his first 30. He'll have four timeouts left. And going for Waynedale, they're going to have three timeouts left, all full. Lady Bears will put it in play right of their own bucket. Down by six. 26-22-55 to go. In the third, Cannon inbounds the ball to Koblenz, and a foul is going to be called on Mason Rupp. Rupp caught with the foul. That is her second team third. And putting it in play again is Cannon. Same spot, right of her bucket. Looking, looking. She's going to lob it way out front, top of the key to Weaver. Weaver with it. Inside the circle, back off the Koblenz to the line, spins to her left, back out to Weaver. Weaver drives left side of the lane, got the ball knocked free, forces it over to Mandy Ebert, all alone for the three, no, rebound, Koblenz got it knocked away and out of bounds, back to Waynedale. 2.39 to go in this third quarter, 26-20 still, Rittman by six, Cannon again inbounds it, out front, Ebert, Ebert right of the key, now top of the circle to Koblenz, down on the left baseline to Cannon, left wing to Weaver, Weaver left of the lane, got the ball knocked free and a jump ball and it will go back to Rittman Sisufan will come back into the ball game and Rupp will leave 10 turnovers tonight on the Lady Bears, 2.29 to go every time they get it to 6, they cannot cut it to 4 26-20 right now, and now Darby Ramey is going to come into the ball game for the Lady Bears, and she's going to give Lexi Weaver a breather. Lindsay Troyer, let's see, I don't even see her on the bench. She's not even on the bench. Full court pressure put on by the Bears, and Leatherman will break it herself as she'll walk it across the timeline. They were trying to keep the inbounds pass from coming in. Leatherman spins in against Ebert, throws up a shot, no good. Leatherman got her own rebound, and now Eric Nichols is going to take another timeout after she got that rebound. 2.16 to go in the third. Timeout on the floor. It's 26.20. Rittman. Troyer Roofing is your fully certified, factory-trained residential and commercial roofing expert. But they offer more than just roofing. Troyer's now features the Roll-On Rock system. This puts a finish on your concrete floor with an incredible gloss that has multicolored flakes and is hot tire resistant. It won't stain, darken, or peel. It's the best-looking clear top coat available and is three times stronger than ordinary epoxy. For a free quote on your floor, roof, or anything in between, call Troyer Roofing and Construction, 330-857-7865, or see their website, troyerroof.com. 26-20. Rittman with a six-point lead. And Rittman will have the basketball out underneath their own bucket. And it will be Wilson triggering it in play. Wilson. Lob pass to Gosser, right elbow, dribbles to the left side. Now gets it off into the corner to Coleman, back out front. Coleman with it, now right wing three, got it. Boy, Coleman's got 15 tonight on three threes, and it's 29-20, Rittman. Cannon, now off to Mandy Ebert, spins to her right. Trying to get a bounce pass, and a foul is going to be called against Rittman. And that is going to be on Leatherman, and that's her third. But what the Bears should do right now is just go right at Leatherman and Wilson. They each have three. And Leatherman's going to leave the ball game. And Sisufan is back in. They inbound the ball. Waynedale does to Ramey. Or to 
and Ramey puts up a shot blocked out of the air by Sisyphon, pulled down by Wilson, and she'll bring it up. Wilson with the basketball. Wilson for Rittman, right wing to Rupp. Rupp with a minute 43, gets a pass underneath the Sisyphon, kicks it off to Gosser, right baseline three, no good, and Emma Cannon will take down the rebound. Emma with her third bound of the night, brings it up the left-hand side, to the left baseline, to Darby Ramey for the two-pointer, hit it off the backboard, no good, bounce pass underneath the Hershberger, put it up, no rebound, and Ebert, Ebert with it, and Sid Klein is going to come unglued here tonight. You can just see this just percolating. Foul is going to be called on Cora Wilson, and that should be her fourth, and it will be. Sid Klein has said all year, I am not getting a tee, but tonight might be the night. He is just percolating down on the sideline at the way this thing is being ref tonight. Ebert will go line left, shooting the free throw, and she got it. Mandy with three. Wilson's going to leave the ballgame. Lexi Weaver will come in. And Maggie Koblenz is going to get a breather for the possibly the last minute 23 in Brooklyn Reby. Didn't even make it to the scorer's table to check in on that one, but she goes in, and Darby Ramey will leave. Ebert, line left for the second one. 29-21, Ebert, short, rebound taken down by Rupp. Rupp clears it off to Leatherman, and Leatherman, who's got three personals, will bring it across. Leatherman into the front court. Right side, it goes to Rupp. Rupp with it, top of the circle to Coleman. Coleman with it, looks for the three, drives right in the lane, kicks it off to Rupp, right corner. Rupp is never going to shoot the basketball, you can almost bet on that. Now to Sisyphon, knocked free by Reeby. Sisyphon dribbles in against Reeby. Down into the left corner to Rupp, back out front to Coleman. Coleman with 50 seconds to go in the third. Now to Gosser, right corner. Gosser with it up to the wing, gets it back out to Sisyphon on the right side to the free throw line. Now left wing to Rupp. Rupp again. She isn't going to shoot the basketball. Drives inside the lane. Double dribbled with it. No call. Off on the right baseline to Coleman or to Leatherman. Put it up. No good. Sisufan then stepped out of bounds. Tried to reestablish inbounds and grabbed the basketball. And Bryce Krajic won't let her get away with that. And the turnover gives it back to Waynedale. Reby and Ebert out of the ball game. Koblenz and Sidney Miller are back in. So Koblenz will bring it up. Eight-point Rittman lead. 23 seconds to go in the third. Miller, top of the circle, to the line. Gone in the left corner to Hershberger. Top of the key to Weaver. Weaver was cutting in. Hershberger threw it out. I don't know how many times we've seen that this year where a Waynedale girl is cutting to the basket and they throw it behind her. The turnover gives it back to Rittman. 20.8 seconds to go in this third quarter. And bringing it across will be Leatherman. Leatherman guarded by Miller. Bounce pass right side. Stolen by Koblenz. Koblenz brings it up the right side all the way to the bucket. Lays it up and in. Maggie with eight. Six seconds to go. Six point lead. Sisufan gets it off to Leatherman. She's going to shoot a half court shot at the buzzer. Won't go. And we go to the third. Down by six. Your score. It's Rittman 29. Waynedale 23. Great food and a southern atmosphere. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just outside of Fredericksburg. Your taste buds will water when you walk in for their southern pride smoked and boneless wings. But that's not all that's smoked. Try the Fire and Ice Pulled Pork, Beef Brisket, or the Smoked Meat Trio, Pork Brisket and Wings. Go for the Fire and Ice Specialties, the Cowboy and Cowgirl Sunday, Hog Trout, or the Brunswick Stew Bread Bowl. All this in live bands, too, at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. 
Since 1970, Ivan Weaver Construction has worked to build long-term relationships with their clients. Ivan Weaver Construction goes above and beyond to learn your company in order to construct a building best suited to your needs. As a general contractor, they provide commercial construction, retail, religious, medical, hospitality, and residential. Customer satisfaction is always their greatest desire. Contact the company that brings honesty and integrity to the table. Ivan Weaver Construction in Fredericksburg, 695-3461. Well, you've heard the term during the NCAA tournament, survive and advance. Well, all you got to do tonight is survive. This one has been a war, and it has been extremely physical. Bears will have the basketball to open up the fourth quarter to play. They've got Hershberger, Weaver, Koblenz, Cannon, and Miller out on the floor, and they will inbound it in the backcourt to Weaver. Right wing, Koblenz, top of the circle against Rittman. They get it back to Koblenz, left of the lane. Stops, nice up and under move by Maggie, put it up and in. Koblenz has got 10, it's now a four-point ball game, 29-25. Leatherman out on the floor with Sisyphon, Coleman, Rupp, and Gosser for Rittman. On the right side, Gosser. Gosser dribbles inside the arc, pops a 14-footer, no good. Rebound loose on the baseline, out of bounds, it'll go back to Bears. Waynedale will get it back with 7.32 to go in the ball game. 29-25, Rittman with the four-point lead. Waynedale outscored Rittman 13-9 in that third quarter. Koblenz, right wing now to Weaver. Weaver with it, top of the circle on the right wing, dribbles down to the right baseline, back out to Cannon to the free throw line. Dishes that off to Sidney Miller for the long three, no good. Rebound comes out long to the sideline, saved in by Coleman, and last touch by Coleman, back to Waynedale. Nice hustle play by Maggie Koblenz on the right side to cause Coleman to have to go after the basketball and lose it. Cannon inbounds the basketball to Koblenz. Right wing three, drilled it! Maggie with 13 in the ballgame. It's now 29-28. Bears down by a point. Leatherman will bring it across into the front court. Between the legs, dribble to the right side. Now off to Coleman. Right wing to Gosser. Out on the right of the front court. Gosser dribbles down to the wing. Looks outside the arc. Bounce pass. Stolen away by Sidney Miller. Stolen right back by Rupp. Well, back out to Coleman. Coleman with it. Now to Leatherman. Leatherman dribbles in against Miller. Hands it off. Coleman with it. Now gets it off to Gosser. Right side. Top of the key. Sister to the free throw line. Stolen by Sidney Miller. Miller is going to be fouled on the way to the bucket by Sister That'll be the sixth against Rittman as a team. Second against Sisufan. Now Wilson with those four fouls is coming back in. And sitting is Rupp. Six and a half minutes to go. Bears have never led. They've got the basketball down by one, 29-28. Cannon will put the ball in play. Inbounds into Koblenz. Koblenz around a pick by Sidney Miller and Boy, I'll tell you what, Coleman just put a shoulder right into Sidney Miller, knocked her to the floor, and Coleman gets called for the foul. Boy, oh boy. That was quite a block. And Miller will go line left. Coleman with her third personal foul. Sidney, line left for the tie, puts it up. It's off the back iron, no good. Sisufan got the rebound. She gets it up the floor on the left-hand side. Leatherman, cross-court pass on the right wing to Coleman for three. Off the back iron, no rebound. Lexi Weaver. 
Weaver will bring it up the floor on the right-hand side. She's looking to go all the way. Gets it off in the right corner to Cannon for two. Is that a two or a three? They're going to give her a two on that one. But that gives the Bears the lead at 30-29 to for the first time here tonight. With it on the right side, Leatherman. Now to Sisyphon, right wing. Right of the lane, Sisyphon, double team now. Top of the key to Cora Wilson. Gets it on the right side and an offensive foul away from the ball. Called on Sisyphon on a block. Knocked Sydney. Sydney Miller's going to go home tonight with bruises. She's going to need an ice bath after this game. Sisyphon with her third. Bears have the basketball with a one-point lead. Koblenz, top of the key to the line. Jump pass, Cannon, left wing for the three. No good off the front iron. Rebound taken down by Coleman, and a foul this time is going to be called on the Lady Bears, and that'll be on Sydney Miller, her third. And the third, check out the fourth against Wayndale as a team. Bears are going to go with a half-court trap now, as Wilson will bring it up with five and a half minutes to go. Bears with a one-point lead. Rittman, Wilson, looks at Eric Nichols on the sideline. Dribbles top of the circle. Now to Leatherman. Leatherman drives inside. Back out to Sisufan right wing. She'll drive the lane. Lay it up with the left hand off the glass and good. Sisufan is a left-hander. And she put it up off the glass and in. And Rittman has regained the lead at 31-30. Right wing. Lexi Weaver pulls up from 17. And she traveled with the basketball. Turnover gives it back to Rittman. They lead it by a point, 31-30, and now a timeout taken by Sid Klein. 5.08 to go in the ballgame. Your score, it's now Rittman 31, Waynedale 30. Deb's Den is your spot for fresh homemade food daily. Experience custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service, from the relaxing, comfortable atmosphere to their carryout service. They work hard to make your meals as delicious as possible. Breakfast hours are Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Closed on Monday, Dub's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Need a full-service construction firm? Yoder Builders in Oroville specializes in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Make a new man cave in that dingy basement. Add on a new sunroom or deck. Yoder Builders in Oroville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Oroville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. 5.08 to go in the ball game. Rittman with the lead and the basketball, 31-30. Bears will go with that half-court trap. Cannon, Miller, Hershberger back into the ball game. Lexi Weaver and Koblenz out on the floor. Now the Bears will drop back and play simple man-to-man. Leatherman with the basketball. Leatherman on the right-hand side, guarded by Koblenz. Leatherman dribbles right wing inside the arc. Now back off to Sisufan. She's going to drive the lane, throw it up off the rim. No good. Rebound Koblenz. Maggie brings it up the floor on the right side between the circles. Into the front court, Koblenz right wing down to the right baseline, drives the baseline. Reverse layup, threw it up. No, but they're going to call a traveling foul traveling violation on Maggie Koblenz. That is the 13th turnover of the night on the Lady Bears. 4.38 to go in the ballgame. Now bringing it up is going to be Cora Wilson. Wilson into the front court. Guarded by Miller. On the right wing it goes to Sisupan. She's going to drive the lane again. Throw it up. No, and a foul is called on Maggie Koblenz. 
Well, check that. It's going to be on Sydney Miller. Sydney picks up her fourth personal foul of the night. And that is the fifth against Waynedale, but going line right is Sisufan. She's one for four from the stripe. Put it up, in and out, no good. As she's shooting two, she's got five points tonight. 4.26 to go in the ballgame. Now Mandy Ebert's going to come in at the next dead ball, which isn't now because she missed that one. Rebound taken down by Gosser, though, as Koblenz and Cannon were fighting for the rebound. Well, and it went right into Gosser's hands, and Gosser gets fouled by Emma Cannon. So going line right is Gosser. Gosser, one for four from the stripe tonight. She puts that one up, and it's good. It's her second point of the evening. Rupp is into the ball game now. Sisufan will sit. Sidney Miller gets a breather as Mandy Ebert checks in for the Lady Bears. Gosser spins it, dribbles it, shoots the second one. That one's good, too. She has got three in the ball game, and it's a three-point Ripman lead, 33-30. In the front court, Cannon. Cannon to the free throw line. Top of the key, Weaver. Down the line. Back out to Hershberger. Hershberger, top of the key. Left wing, Mandy Ebert. Underneath on a nice feed to Lexi. Weaver laid it up and in. Lexi with four. Great pass for Mandy Ebert. 33-32. Bears down by a point. Leatherman with four minutes to go in the ball game. Into the front court. Guarded by Ebert. On the left wing, Coleman. Coleman's going to shoot the long three. That's off the back iron. Hit the top of the stanchion and bounces back, and the turnover gives it back to the Bears. Now Waynedale can take the lead. They're down by a point with the ball. Cannon inbounded the basketball to Koblenz, and Maggie wasn't even looking for it, but luckily Rittman was not pressuring. Koblenz into the front court. Gets it on the right-hand side to Cannon. Cannon to the free-throw line. Jump pass over to Koblenz, top of the circle. Koblenz now between the circles with the left-hand dribble. Off to Hershberger underneath, and a foul on Leatherman, and that will be her fourth. So now the backcourt of Rittman in deep foul trouble, each with four, Wilson and Leatherman. Well, not checking. They're not going to call that on Leatherman. They're calling it on Rupp. Okay. (laughs) So Rupp gets hit with the foul. Going line left is Hershberger looking to tie. Put it up. No good off the side. Aaron Cannon got the rebound, and then she's fouled by Gosser. Gosser fell to the floor, and Cannon tried to dribble away, and Gosser tripped her up, and the foul will be called on Gosser. And now Cannon will go to the line, shooting two shots as Rittman is over the 10-foul limit. Cannon will go line left. She's got three, and she'll shoot two, 33-32. Emma, the first one. Uh, Around the rim, hung there, and drops. Game tied. Cannon with four. 33-33. 33-33. Second one by Cannon is up, and that one's good again. Bears with the lead. 34-33. Now the Bears putting on pressure. Into the front court. Wilson, bounce pass, left of the lane to Rupp. Rupp's going to throw up the shot. Left-handed shot up and in. Rupp with her first two of the ball game, and Rittman has regained the lead at 35-34. Weaver, left wing to Koblenz, dribbles to the line, spins into the lane, and there's going to be a push-off foul called on Maggie Koblenz. Koblenz picks up the offensive foul. That is her third of the evening. 3-12 to go. 
in the ballgame. One point Rittman lead, 35-34. Wilson will put the ball in play. Now the Bears are going to slap on some pressure. Wilson's going to break herself up the right side. Wilson to the line. Pops the 12-footer in the lane. Got it. Nobody stopped Wilson going to the bucket. She's got nine, and it's a three-point Rittman lead, 37-34. Koblenz with 2.56 to go in the ballgame. Off to Hershberger, left side. Got the ball knocked free, picked off the floor by Susafon. Susafon gets it off to Coleman, and Coleman will get it off now to Leatherman. Leatherman will bring it into the front court. Leatherman between the circles. Now to the top of the key, right side to the right wing to Susafon, to the free throw line, left wing Coleman. That's where she's deadly from. Dribbles it into the free throw line. On the right wing, Leatherman. Leatherman spins in against Ebert. Now dribbles it back out between the circles. 2.25 to go in the ballgame. Leatherman, right wing, and now goes to Wilson. Wilson behind the back dribble on the right wing. Down on the right baseline to Coleman. Right of the circle. Now to Sissoufan. Back outside the arc to Coleman. Coleman hands it off to Wilson. Wilson with it. And the right hand dribble. Guarded by Koblenz. And now she'll back it out front. 2.05 to go in the ballgame. 37-34, Rittman. Wilson on the right wing. It goes to Sisufan. Right of the lane to the elbow. To the line. Now back out to Leatherman. She'll drive the lane, throw it up, and it will go. And she is fouled. Foul's going to be called on Lexi Weaver. That is her second. And going line right will be Leatherman. That's her first two of the night. And she'll go to the line looking for three. Hershberger is out of the ball game. Mandy Ebert, check that. Sydney Miller is back in for the Lady Bears. Leatherman shoots it. Got it. Leatherman with three. And it's 40-34, to 34, written by six. Into the front court, Weaver. Top of the key, Koblenz. Koblenz will drive inside, and a blocking foul is going to be called on Leatherman. And that will be her fourth. And... Koblenz will go line left. Maggie fighting the free throws tonight, shooting two. She is two for seven from the stripe. Heading there right now, and she got that one. Maggie with 14. Now Rupp is out of the game. Sisufan back in. 147 to go. 40 to 35. Rittman with the lead. Koblenz, the second one, line left. Puts that one up. And that one's off the back iron. No, and a foul. Oh, unbelievable. You know, I like Bryce Krajic, but that's just a terrible call. After everything that's been going on tonight, they're going to call a push-off foul on Emma Cannon underneath. Boy, oh boy. It has just been so inefficiently refereed tonight. Bill Tilker was here earlier, and he had to go home shaking his head. Susafon line right. Eyes it, shoots it, spun it in. Susafon with six. And it's 41-35. Second one by Susafon from line right with a minute 46 to go. That one is no good. Rebound Koblenz. Maggie gets it up the floor. Bears down by six. Maggie top of the key. Around a pick by Weaver. Left wing to Cannon. Down into the left corner to Miller for the three. Overshot everything. Rebound loose. Taken down by Cora Wilson. Wilson with it into the front court. Knocked out of bounds by Cannon. And (laughs) this is getting ridiculous now. They called Cannon for undercutting. And Adam Miller came from 20 feet down. There's no way he could have saw any 
any foul from where he was. He was right in line with it. And he gets called, calls the foul on Emma Cannon, and Wilson will go line right. And she puts up the shot, and it's no good. Cannon with four. Sisyphon leaves the ball game. We've had two different games officiated tonight. The first three quarters were a war. This final quarter has been nothing but touch fouls. Wilson hits the second one. She's got 10, 42-35. Timeout taken by Rittman. 42-35. Rittman leads it. We'll be right back. In the moment you need a funeral home, choose one that can exceed your expectations. That's the Spidel Funeral Home. Every day the Spidel Funeral Home proves what matters most, family. They've been family-owned and operated for over 125 years. And when you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting with your choices. And trust your family with their care, the Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Whether your idea of a perfect home is a charming farmhouse in the countryside or a relaxed family-centered home in a friendly neighborhood, no one understands discerning buyers better than Weaver Custom Homes. We believe that your home should reflect your personality and lifestyle in every detail. Our team will collaborate with you and bring your vision to life to tell your unique story. We invite you to tour our award-winning design center in historic downtown Worcester and get inspired to build a truly custom home. For more information, go to WeaverCustomHomes.com. Well, as we come down to the nitty-gritty, it's a minute and a half to go in the ballgame. 42-35. Rittman leads it by seven. Bears will have the basketball. Each team has got two full timeouts left. Cannon inbounds it to Koblenz. Maggie will bring it into the front court. Bears down by seven. On the right side is Cannon. Top of the key, Koblenz. Right wing, Cannon. Now to Weaver. Right baseline to Mandy Ebert for the three. No good. Maggie Koblenz got the rebound. Got it underneath. She'll put it up and in. And now timeout taken by Waynedale. Koblenz got the rebound, managed to fight it up and put it in. She's got 16, and it's now a five-point Rittman lead. A minute 13 to go in the ballgame, and your score. It's now Rittman, 42, Waynedale, 37. Time for a new kitchen or bath? Look no further than Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom in Apple Creek. With over 20 years of experience in design and installation, Clayzac is a full-service remodeler, adding value to every job while providing extraordinary service. Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom uses top-quality products from locally-owned suppliers to make your remodel one-of-a-kind. Clayzac will design your project on their 3D computer program. You'll see your finished project before the work begins. Give Clayzac Kitchen and Bathroom a call today, 264-4691. And check us out on Facebook or at Clayzac.com. That's C-L-A-Z-A-K.com. Well, as we said, this one has been a struggle all evening long for both ball clubs. The first three quarters were a war, and now this last quarter, if you breathe on somebody, it's a foul. It's 42-37. It's been played at the pace that Rittman wanted it played at. The Lady Bears have not been able to do anything assembling an offense here tonight. And we'll see what happens in this final minute 13 of this ball game. Now the Bears are going to put on full court pressure. Sisufan will put the ball in play for Rittman on the back baseline. Bears are going to leave her unguarded. Inbounds pass comes to Leatherman. Right back to Sisufan. Sisufan got the ball and a foul is going to be called on Mandy Ebert. Trying to steal the ball from Sisufan. That'll be her second. And going line right will be Sisufan, and Sid Klein's going to take a free time out here because 
he's just going to put two people underneath on this free throw since it's two shots. Sisufan tonight has got six points. And she is two of eight from the line. Put that one up, and she got it to drop. That's seven. And it's 43-37. Right now it's a two-possession game. This one, if she hits it, makes it a three-possession. Second one is up, and it is no good. Gosser got the rebound and a foul on Weaver. Gosser went up and got the... That's her first rebound in the second half. Nobody boxed Gosser out, and she'll go to the line. Weaver picked up the foul. That's her fourth. Gosser tonight is three of six from the line for three points. Eyes it, shoots it, got it. Boy, that's a killer. The Bears just did not box Gosser out. Now Cannon out of the ballgame, Hershberger is in. 44-37. Minute seven to go in the ballgame. Second one by Gosser. Line right as Rittman has nobody on the lane, and she puts it in. Gosser with five. She's hit her last four in a row. 45-37, eight-point Rittman lead. With it is Ebert. Ebert on the left wing. One dribble out to Koblenz. Three-pointer left of the circle. Off the side iron, no good. Rebound chased down by Ebert in the corner. Ebert saves it. Double team. Gets it off to Koblenz. And a jump ball is going to be called. And it will go back to Rittman. This game was tied. And Waynedale actually took the lead. 34-33. With 3.33 to go, and since then, Rittman has outscored Wayndale 12-3. Inbounds pass, stolen by Sidney Miller, top of the circle. Off on the right-hand side, hit Kaylin Hershberger in the side of the head, and another turnover gives it right back to Rittman. Rittman with the basketball, off to Leatherman, guarded by Weaver. She's got to be careful. Pass over to Sisyphon, and a foul is going to be called on Maggie Koblenz as she stole the ball away from Sisyphon. That'll be her fourth. 32.2 seconds to go. Sisyphon goes line right. And she has got seven points, make it eight. The correct thing tonight would be for the officials to just have three zeros on their paycheck. Second one, good again. Sisufan with nine. 47-37, timeout taken by Rittman. 32.2 seconds left to go in the ball game here from Waynedale, and we will be right back. I'm Pro Football Hall of Famer Paul Warfield. There's just one place where students are students first and athletes are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports help young people become confident leaders and role models and use the skills developed today to do even bigger things in life tomorrow. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association. This one's going to be tough to stomach because the Bears had the lead of one point, 34-33, with three minutes, 33 seconds to go. Now they are down by 10. 47 to 37. That means they have been outscored 13 to 3. Check that 14 to 3 in the last three minutes of play. 32.2 seconds to go in the ballgame. 
This one is going to be a heartbreaker for the Lady Bears here tonight. They'll put the ball in play to Koblenz. Koblenz on the back baseline. And she'll bring it across into the front court. Koblenz top of the circle. Left wing to Hershberger. Back out top of the key to Koblenz. Left wing to Hershberger for the three is short. Rebound Cannon. Cannon fights it up. No. Koblenz again. Got it. Put it up and in. Timeout wing down. So the Lady Bears got a couple of offensive rebounds there. And Koblenz finally knocked it down. She's got 18 points tonight. And it is 47-39. Waynedale down by 8. Bring you up to date as to what's going to happen this weekend. Tomorrow night, Northwestern comes to town. It's homecoming for the Waynedale Golden Bears. And we'll be on the air with the pregame show at 7.05. We'll have all the homecoming festivities for you. And the tip-off will be around... 7.30, of course, Northwestern really blasted the Bears over near West Salem in the first Wayne County Athletic League game of the year, one by 40. And the Bears are going to look for some redemption tomorrow night. And then on Saturday afternoon, we actually have a doubleheader on Saturday. The girls will play at 2 o'clock as they play right back here at the high school against Smithville. They beat them the first time they met this year. And then the Bears will head to Chippewa and take on the Chips on Saturday night, the boys. And we'll have that game for you also. 16.7 seconds to go. Rippon will put the ball in play, up by eight. They inbound the ball to Sisyphon. Back to Wilson, now to Sisyphon. Sisyphon brings it up, 10 seconds to go. They hand it off to Leatherman. Bears aren't even going to bother to foul. With it is Wilson. Wilson dribbles on the right side. Three seconds to go in the ball game. One second, and the Bears' losing streak will move to five in a row. Your final score here tonight from Waynedale: The Ritman Lady Indians 47, Waynedale 39. The post-game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. been listening to an UltimateSportsTalk.com presentation of Waynedale Lady Golden Bears basketball. This game has been brought to you by Miller Custom Exteriors, Troyer Signs, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Weaver Custom Homes, Reaver Milk Transport, Playzac Kitchen, Troyer Roofing, The Spidel Funeral Home, Yoder Builders, The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg, Ivan Weaver Construction, Murphy's Promotions, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, Casa de Sansi in Apple Creek, and the Shop Brothers Farms. The star of the game show is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville, your one-stop shop for full-service construction services. Residential or remodeling construction, masonry work, finished basements, and decks. Anything you need to improve your way of life. Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job. From the ground up to a new house and everything else. Call Yoder Builders in Orville, 330-684-1050. A member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. It's time for the Star of the Game show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza on the Square in Fredericksburg, celebrating 20 years in business. Order now by calling 695-7111. Now let's go back to the floor for a recap of tonight's game and the presentation of the Star of the Game. 
This one really disappointing here tonight from Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell with our postgame show. The Bears were leading it by a point, 34 to 33, with 3:33 left to go in the ball game, and they ended up losing it by eight, 47 to 39. It was 11 to four at the end of the first quarter of play. Ritman led it. Then at halftime, they led it by 10, by a score of 20 to 10. The Bears cut it to six, 29-23 at the end of three, but they end up losing it by eight, being outscored in that final quarter, 18-16, by a final score of 47-39. to It was an inconsistently refereed ball game, but still, the Lady Bears lose their fifth in a row. They are now 6-8 and eight on the year, 3-5 and five in Wayne County Athletic League play, while Rittman is now 10-4. and four. They're in double digits, and they are 6-3. and three in conference play. We'll take a look at what happened statistically for tonight's ball game after this timeout. At Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg, you can expect a pizza you won't get anywhere else. One of the reasons they're celebrating 20 years in business is they use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. They not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza is open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sunday, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. It's not just a pizza, it's Lem's Pizza. Call 695-7111. Well, your final score here tonight again, 47-39. Rittman wins it here this evening. They're now 10-4 and on the year, 6-3 and in the conference. While Weendale's dropped five in a row, they're now 6-8 and and 3-5 and in league play. Let's take a look at the stat story. First of all, for the victorious Rittman Lady Indians, they were led by... Kenzie Coleman, she had 15 points tonight, three three-pointers, two of two from the line, and she grabbed five rebounds. Ten points going to Cora Wilson. Wilson had three points in the first half, seven in the second, and she grabbed two rebounds, but she played most of the game in foul trouble. Kaylee Sisufan had nine points here tonight. She grabbed six rebounds. Erica Gosser had five points, three points each to Kendall Leatherman and Claudia Hartzler, and Mason Rupp had two points here tonight. Rittman. In the ball game from the free throw line, well, they did an outstanding job. They were 19 of 35 from the strike for 55%. They committed 19 fouls, though, grabbed 24 rebounds, eight of them offensive, and had 11 turnovers in the ball game. Now for the Waynedale Lady Bears. They were led by Maggie Koblenz again. She had 18 points in the ball game, one three-pointer, but she struggled from the line. She was three of nine from the charity stripe tonight and she grabbed 13 rebounds in the ballgame. Maggie with another double-double. Emma Cannon had five points, three of four from the line, five rebounds. Caitlin Hershberger five points on one three-pointer and a field goal. 0 of one from the line, two rebounds tonight. Four points going to Lexi Weaver, two of two from the line, six rebounds. Two points to Sydney Miller, 0 of one from the line. Three points going to Mandy Ebert to round out the scoring. She had a field goal and one of two from the strike for one rebound here tonight. The Lady Bears, well, they had their troubles from the line. They were 9 of 19 for 47% here tonight. They committed 20 fouls, grabbed 28 rebounds, seven of them offensive, but they committed 16 turnovers, and it seemed like they all came at bad points in the ballgame. So your final score here tonight, 47-39. We'll give away our Lem's Pizza start of the game right after this final timeout. 2016 marks the 20th year in business for Lem's Pizza. Lem's not only offers the best in pizza, but also subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. 
From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Open for lunch every day at 10.30 and Sundays at 1. Open until 9 on Sundays, Monday through Thursday until 10, and Friday and Saturday until 11. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, tonight's one of those nights where it's easy to pick who the star of the game is going to be. It's Maggie Koblenz. Maggie, even though she had her struggles at the line, had 18 points tonight. 13 of them coming in the second half trying to will the Bears back into this ballgame into a victory. And she grabbed 13 rebounds in the contest. So Maggie Koblenz, again, our Lem's Pizza star of the game. She wins the certificate to Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. So the Bears dropped a 6-8 and eight overall. They're 3-5 and five in Wayne County Athletic League play. They will be back at home on Saturday afternoon at 2 o'clock. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 1.40 as the Bears will entertain the Smithville Lady Smithies. Ritman, on the other hand, they're now 10-4 and four overall, 6-3 and three in the conference, and they will be back in action on Saturday as they will play at Ellen. Bears now have lost five in a row, and they have got to find a way to win a game. Hopefully, that is coming up this Saturday. Our thanks go out to the Waynedale Athletic staff, Chris Lapish, Sid Klein, and his assistants, P.J. McLeod and Kim Zerker. Our thanks to Eric Nichols and Joe Staley over at Ribbon for helping us out also. Our thanks, of course, going out to our sponsors, to Bill Knopfsinger, who does the photography, to Mandy Wozniak, who handles the Facebook page for the Waynedale Athletics. Our thanks to her. Our thanks... Of course, to Greg Mitchell for producing tonight's program, but also our thanks to you for listening. Your final score here again tonight. It was Rittman 47, Waynedale 39. We'll be back on the air tomorrow night, right back here at the high school, as the Waynedale Golden Bears boys basketball team will face the Northwestern Huskies on homecoming. We'll be on the air at about 7.05 with the pregame show and the tip-off at 7.30 with all of the festivities from Waynedale High School on homecoming night. So once again, your final score, 47-39. Rittman on top of it over the Lady Bears. I'm Dave Mitchell. Until tomorrow night, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to the Star of the Game Show, brought to you by Lem's Pizza, on the square in Fredericksburg. Order now by calling 695-7111. Join us after every game for the Star of the Game Show. And join us next time for Waynedale Golden Bears Basketball. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.